Now, international organization Red Cross South Africa says with all the aid going to flood-ridden KwaZulu-Natal, getting clean water there remains their main priority. They're calling on the donor community to help in its efforts to assist flood victims in Durban. So far, they have managed to provide hot meals and blankets to eight of the 12 shelters that are housing affected residents. Meanwhile, Farmers Aid, SA, says a lot of help is still needed for those affected by the recent floods that hit KwaZulu-Natal. Concerns have been raised that the continuous rain could further exacerbate the dire situation on the ground. The tourism sector was also not spared as it was also affected by the floods. The death toll from the floods has risen to 398 with uh, 27 people still missing. To talk to us about what is happening currently in KZN and plans going forward, we joined on the line by Deputy City Manager for Economic Development and Planning in the Etiquini Metro, Philip Stolle, and uh, the MEC for Cooperative Governance and Traditional Affairs uh, in KwaZulu-Natal, Sipo Tlomoka. Uh, he's a spokesperson, Zenzo Mzila, is on the line to us. Zenzo, good morning and welcome to the show. Good to have you on. Well, on that note, Mr. Stolle, good morning. Good morning, and good mo- good morning to you, and good morning to to the listeners. Philip, let let me start off with you very directly, and and it must have been a week from hell as plans are being uh, set up in in response. What has been your biggest priority this past week? Well, I'll be speaking from economic development and planning point of view, mm. uh, because that's my area of um, specialization in the municipality. Yes. Um, the, the, the city has put together a, a team um, which is led by the mayor, um, and administratively it is led by Dr. Musa Kumete, who is the head of emergency services in Etewin. The team it lo- looks at various areas that have been mostly affected in providing um, immediate needs uh, to those communities. We um, firstly to establish shelters through community halls and also uh, providing meals, uh, blankets, um, water. And I think I need to emphasize on the issue of water because. I think that's the number one thing that we we require is um, uh, our infrastructure, uh, our aqueduct uh, uh, water pipes uh, have been destroyed in most parts uh, of the city. Obviously, when it comes to economic development, this has affected many businesses, um, mainly businesses that are along the the harbour area, uh, in Mobeni, uh, in Clearwood, uh, uh, in Plough, uh, those logistics parks have been affected severely. Okay. Can, can we just pause there and, and le- just reflect for us on this team that has been set up? What is the plan? Because we, we understood on Friday reports were that water and electricity would be restored to areas in KZN. But what is the plan to get water to where it's needed if your aqueducts, your pipes carrying, have been destroyed? Well, there is a, a team um, of specialists, a uh, team of engineers from Mungeni Water as well as Etiwini Municipality that are looking at, at, at alternatives. Um, and one of the alternatives being to use or connect um, um, uh, using uh, Inanda Dam. And I know that the team has been working around the clock 
to connect pipes uh, from another dam so that they can service some of the communities. Uh, not all communities, because it's impossible to service everyone mm. um, at this time, but at least to service some of the communities in the north of Devon. All right. Um, so that team is working around the clock uh, to make sure that uh, that uh, that happens. But I need also to mention that um, uh, there has been work that because one of the communities was completely not connected to the city. Mm. Um, so the South African Defence Force, uh, with provincial as well as the city officials, have been working using helicopters to provide. Uh, food and uh, medicines and whatever that is required uh, to those areas. Okay. Let, let's bring uh, Mr. Mzila, Senzo Mzila, spokesperson for Cogta and KZN, onto the line here. Yeah. I think in your name is this issue of cooperative governance, Enzo. So h- how is the department now tying in with just the level of water delivery in the areas affected by uh, what Mr. Sitoli has described? How do you tie into that? How are you assisting? Thank you so much, Udo. Greetings once more. Udo, the Department of Cogta um, in the province of KZN is tasked with coordinating uh, disaster response um, within the province whenever a disaster takes place. Now, normally, um, the first point of call, whenever there's a disaster, Udo, um, it would be your municipality. And then if the extent of the damage that has taken place is beyond um, the capacity and needs further capacity from the province and national, as we've seen right now, the what we are facing um, this tragic incident, then the department will come in, and the department's role will be basically to coordinate and ensure that all uh, sectors of government, whether it be national, provincial, they are able to provide the necessary support in order for um, the support to get to the affected areas. Okay, I, now, I, I now, underst- sorry, sorry, Senzo, I understand the role and responsibility. As Philip Sitole mm-hmm. has now explained, there are certain things that are beyond their capacity. So it, when it comes yes. to water delivery to the affected areas, what is COGTA coordinating to assist that water gets to people right now? This is the point I was coming to, Udo. Um, on Saturday, we had the, on Friday, sorry, we had the minister the Minister for Water and Sanitation, who came to the province as part of the ministers from National to A, look at the extent of the damage, and then provide relief. Mm. Now, one of the relief that the minister is providing is that the department has set aside um, about 40, 45 million grams, which is going to be used um, to provide 80 water tankers that are going to start providing water to the affected areas. Now, it's not just a Tegwini, it's a Tegwini, mm. in the district, and a bit of King Kajai as well that are affected okay. by this incident. L- l- let the me second, just follow up. L- let me just follow up. I'm, I'm just dealing with the water now. In other words, while those engineers and the people that uh, Mr. Sitole spoke about are trying to mm-hmm. connect in Nanda Dam so that water can get to where it's needed on a, on a regular basis while, while we're making plans in the background to fix pipes, the plan now mm-hmm. is water tankers and, and when, how soon can those be put in place? Um, it's water tankers, Udo, and then also there's been a massive drive um, working with non-governmental organizations, um, various non-governmental organizations, to try and get the members of the public also to donate, whether it be bottled water, so that this water can be distributed. Now, this is an ongoing project that is taking place right now as we speak to try and ensure that we can access all the areas working together with the municipality. So the approach is two-pronged, whereby we're working with all sectors um, within the Tegwini and KZN province and national 
try and make sure that there is a lift that is being provided. But it okay. doesn't stop there. Um, there are other areas as well that need to be provided with support, um, whether it be support in terms of meals for those that are being sheltered in various communities, because we know that the income weather conditions are continuing in some of the areas. And there are people who are in shelters right now who are being provided with sure. relief through working together with other stakeholders like SASA, Social Development, and other non-governmental organizations and business who have also um, pledged and, and, and put funds towards supporting NGOs in doing this work. I, 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 I gather that much, and I thank you for that. I want to come back to, to F- Philip Sitole now. And, and Mr. Sitole, how many displaced people are you sitting with now? And, and what is the assistance that you are able to give right now to those people? Because I want to I tie back then into how all of us can help in assisting that certain number of people. Oh, well, um, maybe let me also address the issue of water uh, supplies. Because the, the provincial government has come on board to assist the city of Etewini with water tankers. Um, we, we have our water tankers. We have water tankers that have been made available by, by provincial government. We have water tankers, a few water tankers from private sector. Um, so we have, I think, more than 120 water tankers that are servicing various parts of the city. And they are collecting water where water is still available within the city and also going to neighboring towns to get water to the most needy areas uh, of the city. So your question was, what are we doing right now, both mm. the city and the province? So that's the answer I'm giving. That gotcha. Water tankers are more gotcha. than, I think they're more than 120 by now. Secondly, um, on the issue of how many people, well, uh, as I did indicate initially, that this is not my area of specialization, but I know through our meetings uh, as senior management that we've got, uh, I mean, thousands of people who are displaced, who are in the camps that have been established, mainly community halls. And these community halls have been visited by our leadership, they've been visited by, um, by private sector, and most of them uh, are being assisted on a daily basis um, with refreshments um, as well as water. And the city is also trying by all means to connect these displaced communities back to their communities where uh, the level of safety has, has, has improved. Mm. So obviously this is the problem that is still going to be with us for some time. But yeah. it's very encouraging that um, private sector has now um, come on board uh, and they are working with the disaster management uh, of the municipality uh, where uh, things are being coordinated. All right. Senzo, if I can, can tap into you now. Uh, this plan to, to feed, to assist the, the, those who are displaced, what, what is being coordinated at the moment and how can the rest of the country assist in that as well? Thank you so much. Um, Udo, one of the interventions that the provincial government has put in place is that we have set up um, an account um, which we did use when we faced, uh, whenever we've got disasters in the province, um, there's an account that is used 
for members of the public um, who may want to donate uh, towards it. But also, um, we do have a, 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 an area um, where for those that are in Tezeland that might want to donate. Um, it's 56 short retreat roads. It's our provincial disaster management center that is based in Peter Maritzburg, um, Kondeni area, whereby people can, um, who those that want to donate, make donations, whether it be non-perishables, um, bottled water, um, or any clothes, blankets, any item that they might want to donate, they can be dropped off um, at this area. There are also um, a number of plans by the affected municipalities as well who have opened up their disaster management uh, facilities for members of the public to drop off um, any item that they, that they wish to donate so that they can be dispersed to the affected communities. Um, the account that has been set up, yeah. um, it is on uh, our, our the, the department's uh, website, kzrncocta.gov.za, and also it is um, on our Twitter uh, handle, kzrncocta, so people are able to get access to this account, um, with those who may want to. Uh, make donations uh, towards uh, the relief efforts. All right. Philip, just uh, another unintended consequence here of, of the floods this week is that one of your major drivers is is tourism. Th- that's now also faced damage not only to infrastructure, but I'm sure there must be many, many people who've, who've cancelled trips to KZN. Uh, that's going to hit you guys in the coffers. Well, we, 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 we are really uh, uh, um, limping here because we are coming from uh, uh, COVID, which, which, by the way, still exists. Um, it has been with us for more than two years now, and we uh, we also have uh, uh, the unrest that took place last year in July, mm. uh, and now it's COVID. It, now it's this uh, uh, flood disaster. So... All of this has affected tourism. Um, so tourism has been affected almost three years now um, by these various uh, disasters. So when, if I can now come directly to what has happened in the last seven days, mm. um, it has, you know, we had estimated that visitors, tourists, direct tourists, uh, coming outside of KZN, we're going to be more than 86,000 coming to, to to the city of Durban. Um That was before the the flood, and we were anticipating that we're going to um, a tourism was going to contribute to the GDP um, to the local GDP by more than 300 million. But due to this, uh, numbers uh, drastically decreased because there were cancellations. Um, as of Friday last week, we were sitting at less than uh, 42% of occupation rate uh, in major hotels in the city. And some hotels have had closed, but I'm talking about those that are still mm-hmm. operating. And um, in as much as it's 42%, but it, you know, it was not expected that we even have 42%. So it means people still came down to Devon and um, spent fewer days because others are living sure. by two days. Sure. Um, that has affected us. Um, so in other words, we, the number of people who visited the city are sitting at below 30,000. 
instead of 86. All right. So major, major cancellation and um, a major revenue loss uh, because of this. So we are now hoping that um, things will, will, will come in place maybe in the next week so that we, 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 we catch up during the long um, holidays okay. towards the month Ph- end and beginning of next month. Philip, we, we, we need to wrap up as uh, time is against us. Senzo, just final question yes. to you. We've heard it throughout the show this morning. There are families, uh, for, for instance, in uh, Mzunyati area near the river that are just crying out for search and rescue operations to happen in their area. We spoke about the fact that the police's helicopter in in, in Etiquini is actually not able to hoist anybody to safety. What is the coordinated plan now to get more search and rescue teams into affected areas? Um, Udo, the, the province has been receiving a number of support. Um, for example, um, yesterday, uh, the teams that, are, that arrived uh, from Cape Town, these are urban um, search and rescue teams, uh, specialized urban search and rescue teams. Um, they were, they've arrived in the province and were deployed. Um, these teams are based at Virginia Airport mm. and they were integrated into um, the SAPS search and rescue teams and they were dispatched in line with the case management system that is there um, okay. within uh, search and rescue. More teams are, are expected to arrive that are coming from other provinces and they have been deployed um, across areas. Um, for example, yesterday I know some of the teams are busy at Reservoir Hills doing recoveries there and various areas across Jordan. So the teams do have a methodological approach that they are taking, gotcha. and um, there is a lot of work that needs to be done. The teams are stretched, but really they are pushing and they are working very hard to ensure. And we do know that there was inclement weather yesterday, which could have impacted a bit on some of the efforts, but the teams are pushing through with the hope that they can do all the recoveries that need to be done at this moment. Gentlemen, I thank you very much for your time. That's uh, Deputy City Manager for Economic Development and Planning in the Etequini Metro, Philip Stolle, and the MEC for Cooperative Governance and Traditional Affairs in KwaZulu-Natal, Sipo Hlomuka. Well, the spokesperson, Senzo Mzila, was on the line.